Do you have trouble coming up with unique content week after week? After a while, hasn't everybody heard you say the same thing over and over again? How are you supposed to keep it relevant and dynamic week after week? In this episode, I get super practical and give away my secret sauce to creating unlimited amazing content that is based on situations that seem to be completely unrelated to my niche. By the end of this episode, you will be convinced of the abundance of content all around you, and with my tips, you'll be able to tap into that right away. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Tuesday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. Currently, we are in the off season, which means I'm out there recording all the interviews with those amazing coaches that you know and love. And so we'll be replaying some past interviews on Tuesdays, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And in this episode, our focus will be on three filters to run random situations through that will help you create unlimited amazing content that is related to your niche. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're already screwing up your New Year's resolutions, like welcome to the club. Uh, Remember, it's only January. (laughs) There's still a whole year ahead to do it right. Let's keep the energy up and hope going. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're already screwing up your New Year's resolutions, welcome to the club. Remember, it's still only January. There's a whole year ahead to do it right. So let's keep the energy and the hope going this year. Also, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Probably the biggest question that I get asked all the time is if I'm supposed to be posting online every single day, at one point I'm going to run out of content, right? I'm going to run out of things to say. So I can't figure out how to keep my feed populated with amazing things to say that sound fresh and exciting every single time. What do I do? And it's in the beginning, it was really hard for me to answer this question because it, I, I thought that this was a process that came really natural to me, that you could really give me any subject, any situation, and I could adapt it to talk about business at the drop of a hat. I didn't know how I was doing it. I thought that maybe I was just special, that I just had a special brain. And then over time, I realized that this was just a, um, what do you call it? That this was just a skill that needed to be sharpened, that needed to be used That if your goal is to post more online and to post really good content online, the only cure for knowing what to post is to actually post, is to put yourself through the rigor of having to come up with a million different ways of saying the same thing 
over and over and over again. So what I wanted to do today is tell you something interesting that I did over the weekend. And I thought it was cool. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing it again. It does feel like a little bit laborious, but I think it's it, we did enough for me to lay down some rules for how to create unlimited amazing content that is related to your niche so you never run out of things to say. And I think that would be a really good way to start the year, to know that this is never going to stop you anymore, to not know what to say should never be an issue after you listen to this. So it all started with, you know, a few years ago, I created a little, a mini training. And that training was called How to Create Unlimited Amazing Content. Um, and it was a formula. It was like, you know, give me a, take a situation that happened to you in the past 24 hours or a conversation that you had in the past 24 hours, maybe with a client, maybe something you saw online. Take that and then give it a lesson. So it was, okay, the input is that situation. Then give me what you can learn from it. And then give me a number, right? Tell me that you can teach me that lesson in three steps. Tell me you can teach me that lesson in five steps, right? If you have that number and you have that root source uh, of information and you have a lesson, you can pretty much create amazing content in any way you want. So just to give you an example of how that would work, let's say that um, I took my kids to have lunch today, right? I took them to the mall and my son, my little five-year-old, he's obsessed with being a policeman. So he's a little policeman and we are at the toy store and he, <laughs> this actually happened like half an hour ago. He stands up by the door of the toy store <laughs> And he says, "Mom, pretend that I'm a, uh, a pretend that I'm a security guard, all right?" And he looks forward, and I look at him, and I go, "Baby, dream bigger." And as soon as I said it, my heart sank a little bit. Why did I say that? What what judgment was I putting on my own son, right? What judgment was I already? projecting onto him that, no, that's not good enough, that what you want is not good enough. Immediately, I regretted it. And I was glad that my son really didn't catch it. He doesn't really know what that means. But my other son, my 11-year-old, did hear it. And he said, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? And I could take that lesson and tell you, these are all the misconceptions, that all the bias that we bring into life and we start applying to ourselves. We start projecting onto our kids. We start projecting it onto our clients that there must be something bigger. There must be something bigger. When in reality, when somebody's just fulfilling their dreams, it doesn't matter what anybody else says, right? So I can come here and give you a five-step process to stop judging yourself, to stop judging your dreams. And seen. You just watched me do what I just told you that formula does. You just watched me take a situation that happened in the past 24 hours, get a lesson out of it, and then attach a number to it and say, I'm going to give you however number of steps for you to not do that anymore, for you to do this, for you to do this now. And by the way, I just came up with that right now. Before I started recording, I didn't know I was going to tell you that story. Uh, I didn't know when I started telling you, okay, I took my kids out to lunch. Seriously, I had no idea where I was going with that. And as soon as I started saying it, I remembered what happened at the toy store. And then I went with it. I'm like, okay, what, what did I feel about it? What did I learn about it? And that became my piece of content. This could be the entire topic of a podcast. This could be the entire topic of an email. This could be the entire topic of a series of stories of 
of a real, of a live, right? The, the judgment that we have for ourselves when we're starting our businesses and the fear and everything that goes along with it. You just watched me do what I just told you that formula does. Okay. And that's really how I create unlimited content. So I thought to myself, okay, how do I, how do I prove to people that it is possible to do what I just did, right? It is possible to come up with a, a single message, a single message for your audience that comes from a seemingly unrelated, completely random situation, right? So over the weekend, I pulled out these cards and you can hear them right now. This is a deck of cards that have podcast interview questions. These are interview questions that are, you know, all like they're out there. They're completely random. They're meant to be used to warm up a guest before you start a conversation with them. I got them at a podcasting conference. And I thought, how cool would it be if I could just take one of these cards at random and prove to you that I can turn that into a business message, right? Prove to you that I can just take that and make it work for my niche. So I did it. So I took one question and the question was, would you rather sleep wearing handcuffs or a bike helmet? So I took that and I turned it into this piece of content where I said, if anybody gave me those two options, I would say, why are you putting me in a box? Why are you giving me only two options? As the CEO of my company, I should be aware that there's more options for me than the ones that you're putting in front of me. So when I'm listening to gurus online, if they're giving me these two options, a bike helmet or a set of handcuffs, I'm going to say, how about number three? I need to be able to use uh, a critical thinking when I'm listening to stuff online so that my business can proceed in complete alignment with what I want. So again, you just watch me do that again. I took a completely random thought and turned it into a lesson, a lesson about business, which is my niche. So I wanted to do something like that with you today, but I also wanted to give you with some step-by-step so that you can do this yourself too. So you can realize that content is everywhere. You can create content from pretty much anything, right? Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you those three, uh, I'm going I'm to call them maybe filters, These are three filters that you need to run any situation through, and you're going to get an amazing piece of content. Are you ready for this? So I am going to do this with three specific examples because we had three incredible coaches that I know from our audience. They reached out. They saw my stories when I was talking about this, and they gave us, they they put themselves up as an example so that I could run this exercise with their niche. So thank you guys so much for doing this. Please, everybody, go and follow them. Their names are... Michelle Johnson, you can find her on Instagram at head underscore heart underscore connection, head heart connection separated by underscores. And she's a parent coach. She teaches parents how to communicate better with their tween children. All right, so go and give Michelle a follow. We're going to be playing with her niche today. We also had Josie. She is the host of the Heavy Pages podcast, and she is a separation survival coach. You can find her on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. That's heavy pages podcast, all separated by underscores. And the third coach we're going to be playing with today is Kim. She's an expat coach and she helps uh, people who want to move abroad and have a new life over there. She helps them move abroad and become teachers in that country. In whatever country you want to move to, you can actually go and get a job as a teacher pretty much anytime, anywhere you want. And Kim is an expert at doing this. She can help you get there within six months. So you can find Kim at live under, I'm sorry, 
live underscore life underscore untamed. Live life untamed, separated by underscores. Lots of underscores today. Okay, so we're going to be playing with these three niches. So I'm going to start with a question that seems to be extremely random. I got it from my deck of cards, right? I pulled it out over the weekend, and we're going to turn that into content for each of these. What we might want to do, actually, is pick a different card for each of them, because I think that after I do one, you're kind of going to get the point, and you're going to see how we can apply it to different niches. So I'm going to start with the first question, and I'm going to use Michelle for this one, all right? So the, I'm, I'm going to run through the examples first, and then I'll give you the guidelines. Um, or maybe we should do that the other way around. Maybe I should give you the guidelines first, and then you can watch me as I walk through the guidelines with each, uh, with each example. I think that would work better. Okay, let me give you the three filters that you're going to be running any situation through in order to turn them into great content. Step number one, or filter number one, is you need to figure out or you need to, you need to listen to yourself during that situation or whatever situation arises and think about the feelings that come up for you. You need to address those feelings for your niche, okay? So step one is emotions filter, is feelings filter, right? Um, like you just saw me, you know, talk about this story with my son and the policeman costume, right? Um, the first thing that I addressed was the feeling. Wow, as soon as I said those words, my heart sank, right? I had this, this physical emotion, this, this feeling. Why did I have that feeling? So that's where I went to address it immediately, okay? So feeling is step number one. Address the feeling that you're feeling based on that situation or that particularly, or that, or that random event. Number two, is what would most people do in that situation, right? So that's when you go and say, you know what? Most people have that wrong. I have something new to say because most people have that wrong. Most people would do X, Y, Z. Most parents wouldn't have caught themselves, right? Most parents uh, wouldn't have even thought twice about it. Most business people don't even think twice about it either, right? Most business people just act out of fear, right? I could just continue saying that. Most people do blank, right? And the third filter is what advice would you give people in that situation? So if that situation hadn't happened to you, what would you be telling people to do instead? So those are the three filters. I'm going to say them one more time, and then we're going to get into the actual practical application of these, okay? Number one is addressing the feeling. Number two is what do most people do in that situation, which is seemingly wrong because you have the better answer, right? And number three, what do you advise people to do? Like a straight advice. This is what you should be doing in that situation. So we're going to walk through this and it's going to be super fun. The thing, first thing I'm going to do is tell you the question that came up in the deck of cards, okay? The random question that I pulled out and we're going to go through each of these niches with a different question, different completely random question. We're going to apply it to the niche just for the purposes of coming up with amazing content on the fly, okay? Are you ready for this? Let's do it. This is going to be fun. Okay. The first card, the first card question is, if humans came with a warning label, what would yours say? If humans came with a warning label, what would yours say? So that's our seemingly random content that we're going to turn into great content for Michelle. Michelle is a parent coach that deals with parents who have tween kids and communication has broken down somewhat. So if I were to take this, if humans came with a warning label, what would you say? I would probably apply that to you as a parent, 
right? I would probably say, you know, if you had been your kid's Christmas present. Oh, this is a great one. Oh, man, do you see what is happening? Um, If you could be your kid's Christmas present, what is the warning label that would be like stuck to you? Okay, so I literally just took that and I applied it to the niche very directly. So which of these three filters am I using? Um, Feelings, what would most people do or what advice I have? I think I am basing it off of feelings because as soon as I read um, a warning label, I immediately thought, well, the interaction between parents and tween kids, kids who want to be completely independent, can be really fraught, right? It can be uh, really tricky. It can flare up a lot of anger. So if I'm here to mediate this situation, I want to start talking about feelings. So when I read this, okay, who would have the warning label, right? I am sure that uh, parents would love to hear me say, well, children should come with a warning label because it's being so hard on you. But you are the expert. You know that the problem is not the kid. You know that the problem lies with the adult not knowing how to communicate and teach good communication skills. So that's the first thing you're going to do is handle that feeling, tackle that feeling. So a great idea for content for Michelle would be just that would be to say, and right now I'm saying Christmas, you know, holidays, because we just got out of a holiday season, right? So it could be perfectly tied to holidays. Okay, now the holidays are over. If you were your kid's present, you were wrapped in a pretty box, and they opened you, and they see you, and you have a warning label, what would that warning label be, right? So first is feelings, right? Is are we, are we fixing something here by you acknowledging something about yourself? right? What do most people do in that situation? What do you think most people would would say their warning label is? Uh, would they say that they are easily triggered by certain things? Would they say something a lot more superficial than that, right? Would they say like, um, don't talk to me while I'm watching the football game, right? Like what, what would most people say, right? And then move on to what advice you would give right? If most, most people would kind of stay superficial and say, don't talk to me while I'm working, right? If that's the warning label, then you as the expert need to come in and say, you know what your kids need from you? It's not more labels. It's not more stop signs. What they need from you is an open door. What they need from you is an open window. What they need from you is love and, and great energy and like sunshine coming from you because you are going to be their safety net. You're the one that's giving them confidence. So if your warning label sounds like, don't bother me while I'm working, then you're closing doors. What could you do with that warning label to make sure that your kid knows how to handle you with care and still feel loved by you? So do you see what we, do you see what we did there? Completely random thought. We tied it to feelings. We talked about what most people would do, and then we give them advice, right? That right there, it doesn't matter what you bring on the table, we can flip that. So let's move on to Josie. Josie is a separation survival coach. She talks to uh, women who uh, maybe are 
separated. They haven't quite gotten divorced yet. They're still going through a lot in their life, right? So let's pick a card. I'm going to pick a card at random. Okay. Let's take this one. This one seems random enough, but challenging. <gasps> Would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? The question, the random input is, would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? So I'm going to put myself in the position of Josie's client. Josie's client just got separated, right? Um, she might not be thinking about dating right now necessarily, right? Or she might be thinking maybe what I do need is um, to go to a bar and pick up somebody, right? Like people who are in a very, very vulnerable state, they may be thinking these things. So I'm here. I mean, Josie would know a lot better what are these this, um, this shooting from the hip actions that women who are separated, with their, they're going through all these feelings, the thoughts that they're having. So would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? I think I would use this in terms of making the right decision versus the wrong decision, right? So think about feelings. How is your ideal client feeling right now? And what do they think a good choice would be versus a bad choice would be? And that is the picking up a hitchhiker metaphor, right? Um, if you believe that a bad choice for a separated woman is to jump into another relationship right away. For example, right? I'm not I'm not a separation coach. I am not an expert at this, so please do not take this as advice. But off the top of my head, if I said, hey, you know, if you're going through a divorce right now, or you're separated, you're dealing with all these feelings, maybe jumping into another relationship is not going to be the right next step. So it's kind of like whether you would pick up a hitchhiker or not. It seems like a good idea at the time. It seems like you're being helpful. It seems like it might help you with something. Who knows? Maybe that hitchhiker knows how to change a flat tire and you are just five miles away from getting a flat tire. Like you never know what's going to happen. At the same time, you got to be really be using your judgment. You can give yourself a little bit more time, um, you know, figure out what is happening in your life right now, look within, and you can just go on and give a whole ton of advice. So let's start with the three filters, right? First filter is feeling. If I am your ideal client and I'm presented with this question, would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? What does a hitchhiker represent? Is it picking up somebody at a bar? Is it um, doing something that you've, you've always been ill-advised to do, right? But now that you're separated, you're thinking that maybe you want to give that a try. That's a hitchhiker metaphor. So I would just be using the hitchhiker metaphor and compare it to that thing that they think they should be doing, but they've never given themselves the, the ability to do. So what would most people do in that situation? You can go and say, you know what? There's a lot of women out there who are going through a separation who their first thought is, now that I'm free, I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriends and I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to pick up somebody. Risky behavior, Right. I'm here to tell you that's probably not going to serve you as much as you think and jump into advice. The best thing you might want to do is do X, Y, and Z. So that's another example of just taking a seemingly random card, seemingly random situation and turning it into content. Um, 
by the way, I don't think that I've said this out loud. I don't, I'm not vouching for you getting these cards. I'm just saying you can literally take anything that has happened in your life in the last 24 hours or anything you've seen online in the last 24 hours and anything you've seen in the news in the last 24 hours and relate it to your niche just by following these steps. Feelings. What would your ideal client feel about that? How would that make you feel if you were in that situation with your ideal client? Uh, what would most people do in that situation and what advice do you have for them? So now let's go to Kim. She's the expat coach and she helps you move to wherever you've always dreamed of living and start teaching there and start making money over there. So let's see if we can get a card over here. And if you see me looking through the cards, it's because there are some that are pretty gross that I don't think we need to get there. So I'm just trying to keep it vanilla here. Um, <laughs> this is a fun one. Let me see if let me see if we can relate this to being an expat, uh, an expat teacher in another country. This one says, what secret conspiracy would you like to start? This is a cool one, especially for expats, because the first thing that it makes me think of, and I'm thinking feelings, right? I'm thinking that if Kim's ideal client, who is somebody who's been a little bit fed up with living where they live, and they really want to move abroad, and they've always dreamed of living in Spain, and now they're starting to hear Kim's message, she's like, hey, you can move to Spain, and you can go and teach over there, right? If the trigger is, or the, the, the input of this process is what secret conspiracy would you like to start? I think I would go with, hey, did you know that there is actually a secret movement going on right now? And that is that when people have been disillusioned by their jobs where they are, they're starting to look abroad. And I have a solution for you to do that without having to uh, run into residence problems without you having to run into travel problems, without you running out of money. I have that. So if you were to start, and I'm switching like from conspiracy to a movement, right? Uh, if you were to start like a secret movement with this, it would be that. So I'd be talking to my audience like, hey, nobody else knows about this. So I'm going to start with the feelings, right? And the feeling is, um, if I've been wanting, if I've been dreaming about going to Spain all this time, but I'm afraid to say it out loud because people are going to think I'm crazy. People are going to think I'm giving up on my current career, right? I'm going to go with that feeling first. And I'm going to address it like, hey, you know what? The reason it feels that way uh, is because, yeah, most people are not going to understand. That's why it is the best kept secret movement out there right? A lot of people are doing this and you don't even know how many people around you have already thought about it. So this is like a secret movement that we're starting, okay? And it, it's secret because you're afraid of saying it out loud because people are going to judge you. So what do most people do in this situation? What would most people do when presented with something that is secretive, something that is not mainstream, that is not everybody is doing and the people are going to judge you for? What do most people do? They just repress it, they don't talk about it. They just sweep it under the rug. They go ahead and continue their lives and they tie themselves down with a mortgage and a job. And that sounds really tiring because you know that your ideal client is the kind of free spirit that wants to be out there, right? So feelings, most people would sweep this under the rug, but not you. And what advice do you give that person? You know what you should do? Come to my next masterclass because I'm going to teach you how easy it can be for you to move to another country, to a country you've been looking to live in forever and not run out of money. 
like make enough money for you to survive and for you to live exactly where you want to be. So whew, I think we did okay. I think we did okay. We just went through three niches, three completely random inputs drawn from a deck of cards. And I just walked you through feelings, what would most people do and advice to give. And that's how you come up with incredible content that never runs out. 2023 is going to be the year of you sparking that content machine in your brain. You're not even going to be able to stop thinking about it. Um, it's something that I've, I've become so sharp. About. I've sharpened that skill so much that uh, there, there are times that I struggle writing my own emails, but whenever I write an email for a, for clients, I can spend like two hours writing 18 different emails about their niche and about their struggles and about their ideal clients. And I can do that really quickly just by using these techniques, just by sharpening this up like a tool. Okay. So I'm really hoping that this is helpful. I'm really hoping that this gives you the juice the energy that you need to create amazing content to start changing those lives that you're meant to be changing in 2023. Your ideal clients are just waiting for you to come and talk about this, right? They're waiting for you to just have the right tone, to have the right message. And it's a moving target. You change it all the time. You talk about it in different ways, but it's always the same message over and over and over again. And they're waiting for you to go and give it. So I'm really hoping that this exercise really helped you. Now, remember, all you have to do is draw from a situation that has happened in the past 24 hours, start with the feelings, then move on to what most people would do, and then just go out there and give advice. You got this coach. And if you would like more of this kind of content, more of this uh, kind of help, and specifically, if you have questions about your niche, if you have questions about your content, you can come into my program. It's called Get Clients First. It's a membership. And I go live every single Monday to answer questions like these, very specific questions about your business and what you need to be doing. It's like having a coach in your pocket without having to pay $5,000 up front to do it. It's membership style. You come, you join, you try, you consume the content, you see what I have laid out there for step-by-step -step processes on how to get clients with a small audience. And then once you're done with it, you can cancel at any time. You're not stuck with a long-term payment plan. None of that happens here. I really believe that coaches need this kind of help and it has to be personalized. And this is the space where I do it. So just go to joingetclientsfirst.com and I'll see you on Monday at our next live q and I'll see you there and have a wonderful 2023. We're going to kick this off with high energy, with high power. 2023 is going to be the best, it's going to be the best year of our businesses. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.